2: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk AEW Dynamite. Especially MJF. And speaking of MJF, that no good piece of garbage. Who joins us? But his mom, Nina Friedman, on the podcast today. Also, we get into Hangman Page and CM Punk. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. AEW Dynamite from last night. Um, MJF kind of threw everything off just a little bit, Tommy. Because I was asking and I asked this question to you yesterday and I asked this question to Tony Khan um, about what kind of ovation Wardlow was going to get last night. And I think it made it very clear that they did not like Wardlow by any stretch of the imagination. It was all about MJF. And speaking of MJF, finally, let's get to our guest to start off today's show and that is mrs maxwell jacob friedman the mother of mjf nina friedman joins I us am here a-
2: i am njf that is njf to you dave
1: listen i gotta say this nina and i love you you know how much i do and i respect you and the family your your son is a no good piece of shit
2: your son I- You know, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I tried very hard to figure out how this happened. It did happen. But I will tell you, in that stadium last night, since my piece of shit son did not wish me a happy Mother's Day, you want to know what was amazing last night? Not seeing Max. I don't give a shit about that. What was amazing is how many people wished me a happy Mother's Day to take the place of that piece of crap. Worthless, useless piece of shit. Isn't <laughs> unbelievable? I agree. I agree, and I swear to God, it's like I have my own set of people. They were even chanting Happy Mother's Day over near over near where we were sitting. So at least other people are decent and make up for the crappy times that I get from him.
1: And and, and Tommy, and this is where I feel terrible for Nina because you know we've talked about this before. Um, he has great parents that have been completely supportive completely supportive of his dream. Mm-hmm. And you know, and let me be the first, let me say this. Not not the first because obviously thousands of people were chanting it to you last night. But let me say here on national radio, happy mother's day because Thank I can't you, I I can't think of anybody that has done a better job than you. And I feel terrible of what you've created.
2: And you I mean, know what? How much shit can one person put up with? But I swear to God, everyone made up for it last night. I was wished Happy Mother's Day by such decent gentlemen and women and kids and family. It was just wonderful. So I don't give a shit about that idiot.
1: And, 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 you know, and of course your husband too, Stephen, is, is an amazing job. Hardworking man, intelligent man, always supportive of your son. And You're right. You're and he right. doesn't give, that, that's the thing that bothers me, Nina, is he doesn't give a shit. And then you know what really bothers me on top of that? Is all those people in Long Island supporting him. If they would know what a worthless useless piece of shit crap he was,
2: things would be a lot different. I think so. Also, it is unbelievable. The walls shake when he comes out, if they would know how indecent he no. is. They seem to get it in every other part of the country, though, which is, you know, good for me. But boy, when he comes to Long Island, it is a whole other story. But again, I know for sure, regardless, no matter what he does or says or the intention he brings there, Thankfully, there's so many good, good fans out there that wish me a happy Mother's Day. And that yeah. was really, it, it warms my heart. Trying to get Tommy on so, the
1: air. Oh, there we go. Go ahead, Tommy.
3: I could see, uh, I was asking, um, when is the first time you've seen this with him? Is it because of wrestling? Is is an inflated ego uh, since he joined AEW? Or is this something that happened a long, long time ago?
2: I have to say, and I've said this before, he was always such a sweet, sweet, good boy. So it was really shocking to us when he became such an asshole. Um, shocking. Um, I, we definitely raised him well. We, I mean, really, he, he certainly has a privileged background. But I don't know, Tommy. It just seems like it's, it's like his ego is too big to fit through the door. He has forgotten where he comes from. And, you know, it, it just it's sickening. It's sickening. It should it should not be like this, but that that is what it is. And like I've said to you before, I have two beautiful girls. Two out of three ain't bad. It yeah. happens all the time. Just grateful But I could I could tell you, if he would have been my only child, my life would suck. Yeah, and thank God it's he's not. But you know what? What bothers
1: me is it's with success. The more success he gets, it goes right to his head he forgets the people that helped him. Listen, I would put him on the show before nobody knew who he was and I put yeah. him on this show and he like he he broke my glasses. He actually took the glasses off my head, threw them on the ground and stomped on them. Uh, and 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 I not I have bad eyes. So yeah, then you, I had you, to walk you the streets of New you York should City bad send him a bill for
2: that. I could tell you I could tell you right now.
1: Yeah, I, I it's 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 disheartening. But let me ask you this. Being there last night and hearing the mm-hmm. crowd do you get a little bit of satisfaction? Like, I understand things aren't good right now. Right. But to see him have the success, knowing that you are a big part of it, is there just a little bit of satisfaction
2: in that? It's definitely, the story is satisfying because it is a underdog story. That is yes. for sure. The story is satisfying. But the end result of who he is is such a crock of shit. And it is unbelievable to me that he is taking it like this. I mean, I hope I see a turn around. I, I certainly hope I see it turn around. We, we, we are still there. We are still supportive, but very disappointed. Very disappointed for his father and I, uh, yeah. but grateful that there are so many wonderful fans that have embraced us and um, are kind and good to us. And, you know, I just got to hope it turns around. It's just, it's, it, it, it's pathetic. What, what, I mean, who doesn't wish their mother a happy Mother's Day? It's not normal. I,
1: I, I, yeah this it's uh, Tommy it's it's just it's it proves again he's a bad guy just bad. if I could just harken bad. back
3: to the past there was a very very uh rich kid from Short Hills New Jersey named Raven who had great mm-hmm. parents gave him everything and he turned out to be a miserable uh I, so I do blame wrestling he was a very very evil person now that he's older and out of the business, he's knocking probably on 60. He's a little bit nicer. So hopefully in about 40 some odd years, there'll be a nice change for MJ. Well, what the and, fuck you know, am
2: I going to do with that? I'll be dead.
1: Yeah. I mean, seriously, Tommy.
3: Come
2: I mean, on. Wh- how is that going to help me? Yeah.
1: yeah it, it, it's got to happen now. The guy's a miserable piece of shit. Fuck Tommy. I just, I, I and just, she did all useless, she could for it. useless piece of shit. Fuck, she has done everything, worked hours. Not only just an hour, her and Steven working hours to have the financial security, to be able to live his dream. And, but not just that, the emotional support that this family has given him.
3: I That's hear you.
2: Uh, the only hey, thing I, I can bought help my the parents a house, David. Uh, my parents I, I,
3: supported I, I, me my whole life I bought them a house so hopefully he's good enough and he takes care of oh, his
2: oh you're a good boy could, could yes. you call him or something because uh, so, so, you don't return my do...
3: texts or calls anymore he used yeah. to work you all see? my house of hardcore shows he don't return anything he's enough an, he's another guy on my
2: list I got a bunch yeah. of them there's another guy there you guy go, too that was there nice you go. goes to show you what a piece of shit he is my only hope is that Wardlow drops him on his head knocks some sense into him and maybe he comes back to his parents.
1: Yeah, I hope so too, Nina. I'm sorry, you know, because I know even his grandma. I mean, I, there's other family that's now involved in this as well,
2: which very, is very, very, very sad. We, we, I, again, I guess some people just go down the wrong road. He's very selfish, self-centered. This is all he cares about, and we're paying the price. Well, you know, what can I, what, what can I do? I, I hope in time, like I said, Wardlow drops him on his fucking head fixes his brains a little bit and maybe I'll be lucky. Nina, I want to appreciate you taking the time to
1: call in this morning. It's important. I hope everybody goes on social media, wishes you a happy mother's day. Cause you deserve it because oh, you thanks. did your job. You did your job, Nina, and you did your job well. And we love yes. you here. You're both great parents. This is not
2: your fault. Okay. I definitely this- know that. I definitely know that. I hope it comes back eventually. Uh, really sad. Time is ticking. Nobody knows how long they're going to be here. It's, it's no joke. I know. I know. I know. And I, we love you. Just know that we ha- we
1: love you. We support you. We don't blame you for you know what is going on with this piece of shit and the fucking yeah. people from Long Island Sharon, What does that tell you about the people
2: from Long Island? For God's I sake, I got to start looking. At, I, I got to start looking at my neighbors a little harder. I think this is a little yeah. ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah, Nina. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you guys, it. and have a really great day. And thanks for taking time to wish me a happy Mother's Day because I Mother's fucking day. deserve it. Yep. You
1: do. You do fucking <laughs> deserve it. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Nina have Friedman. Nina Friedman. Tommy. I mean, I, you gotta feel bad for somebody like that. Works her fucking life to support this guy to so he could have a dream. And a useless piece of shit. Fuck what he's done to her and Stephen. Amazing, Amazing people. Useless piece of shit. Fuck. I feel bad. I, it's heartbreak. It's a it's a, it's heartbreaking, Tommy.
3: The OG uh, salt of the earth right there. Doesn't like the salt of her womb.
1: God. Love Nina. I wish her and Steven the best because they deserve. It. Thank God they had other kids. Good thing for Steven that he was able, you know, to perform to do that, but have multiple kids. Because if they just had one kid, imagine the heartbreak if they just had one kid. Imagine.
3: We should have asked her if he even gets her comps. Maybe Tony Khan probably does. But I'm, not I, I'm sure to
1: Tony it. Khan will take care of him. And I'm glad that the people, I, I, I just made a bad remark about the people from along. At least people in the crowd wished her a happy Mother's Day because she deserves it.
3: They should have had Wardlow get the free comps for the parents and then have his mother cut that promo in Long Island. She would be the most over figure ever, especially in Long
1: Island. All right. Well, we thank Nina Friedman again. Please, if you can, go out to social media. I'm going to wish her a happy Mother's Day. I wish everybody follows suit.
2: Hi, everyone. This is Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. After 45 years of covering everything in sports, I've been lucky to know some of the greatest personalities, storytellers, and legends, and I bring it all to my podcast In Conversation with Leslie Visser. You'll hear from coaches, players, authors, and celebrities like Kansas City Chiefs superfan Eric Street.
1: There are a few
3: immediate yeses, and talking to you was an immediate yes.
2: New episodes come out every Thursday. I hope you'll listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts.
1: Head to factormeals.com slash busted50 and use code BUSTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code BUSTED50 at factormeals.com slash BUSTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Punk doesn't care if you love him or not. Why he came back? It was to get that AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And I have a feeling that's exactly what's going to happen, Tommy, at Double or Nothing in Vegas.
3: Uh, man, yes. Uh, listen, I love CM Punk. I love CM Punk's promos. Uh, he's a storyteller. He's a storyteller in his matches. He's also a storyteller with his promos. And what he was saying was not all that heelish. It's being a competitor. It's being um, wanting to be what he has always Advertised himself to be the best in the world If you think about why he left the WWE Why did he leave the WWE, David? Because he he wanted to main event WrestleMania And they told him no matter how much And it wasn't happening And then all the other spirals But think about that That's true to his character Slash true to the real life of him
1: Well, boy, you're throwing out a lot tommy because i enjoy cm punk now was CM punk when he was world champion with the wwe was he in the main event the answer to that is no why john cena was at the top of the card whether cena had the championship or not and i and i'll use the no way out pay-per-view as an example on father's day you know back when he was champion he wasn't in the main event it was john cena because it's john cena Now, could you make the argument that he did have a record run as champion? He did. Did he face The Undertaker at WrestleMania, which sometimes is bigger than being in a championship match at WrestleMania? He did. But I think it did bother him, and not just him, but his fans as well, Tommy, that he was never in. I don't think he ever was in a main event pay-per-view.
3: Of WrestleMania, correct. And he also kind of worked, this was a big, I know we're, we're getting off topic, but this was a big thing amongst WWE performers where we're out there humping it all throughout the week, working house shows, all that stuff. And then here comes the bigger cards and then they get replaced with either part-timers slash and or celebrities for WrestleMania yeah. or switching the title to go into the bigger show, but you kind of forget about the guys who got you to the dance. True. That's a big, big thing for him. It led to him leaving led to him uh, in a strange relationship for a long, long time with WWE forever. Who cares? We're, we got to see a better CM punk. We're happy to have CM punk back now, but he's going to, for the title pitcher because listen, man, You don't know behind the scenes. You don't know if these two guys get along. Don't know if they knew each other beforehand. Who the hell knows? But one guy has something that another guy wants. And that other guy wants to be the top guy in the company. The other guy currently is the top guy of the company. And if you think about it, where sometimes there's parallels, do you view Hangman Page as the face of AEW? And I think most people say no. Yeah, I agree. but yet he's the champion, and wow. he has carried the company through the Kenny Omega not here era. It's true, and has drew hell of houses, and, and with him being as the champ. So if you're gonna come in here and you're gonna try to take what I got, because where's Hangman Page gonna go once that title's gone? Wow. That title kind of defines Hangman Page. You're shaking your head and because I got gotcha. you.
1: No, I mean, what you're doing is you're throwing out scenarios and points, Tommy, that are blowing me away. I first, know. At first, you may, Let's put Punk aside for just a second because you actually gave a lot on Punk, but I'm going to put that to the side for just a second. Hangman Page. You mentioned that Hangman Page has been your AEW World Heavyweight Champion at a tough time, believe it or not. Because Kenny Omega, one of the pillars, I believe, of this company has been gone. And Hangman Page has done a really good job. And he's done a really good job as champion. I think it was a great story going in. But I think you're a thousand percent right, Tommy. If you went up to 10 AEW fans and you asked them, is Hangman Page the face of AEW? I think maybe one or two would say, yes, he is. The majority would say no. Even though he had the biggest story, and even though right now he's your AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And you threw out something else, Tommy, that I think is a phenomenal point. Where where, where would Hangman Page be if it if he doesn't have that AEW World Heavyweight Championship around his waist? Punk, I don't think, needs the championship. Punk's punk. But Hangman Page is defined by that championship. It's amazing. Three amazing points you made, Tommy, on Hangman Page.
3: And the other part about it, Punk's ego defines that he's the champion. Because Punk has always said that he's the best in the world. And so to answer your question, he's not coming back just for the payday. Because I don't think he really needed it, though I'm sure he's getting paid well. But he's coming back because, Dave, trust me, man, he's also probably coming back to prove to stick it up WWE's ass. Because, hey, look what we're doing now. And then it's a bigger question to see, like, if I own AEW, I have Hangman Page. This guy's drawing for me. And if I put it on Punk, because, I mean, you think about everything that happened. Did AEW get the notoriety and recognition before Punk came in? Had a little bit, but when Punk came in, it was mainstream.
1: It went to we another talk- level.
3: Yeah. We, we we talked about this forever, more so than Brian Danielson. Agreed. And and Brian Danielson, I mean the, the massive star, had his own movement. And but CM Punk is driven for that. And literally, it like, again, I said, I don't feel what CM Punk said being heelish. Last week, I viewed what Hangman Page said was heelish. That's why, and I know Paul are, had the disconnect, but for me, it's not a disconnect. For me, it's I'm going out there and saying stuff because I'm the champion. And, and I'll tell, I have said this to many, many people, not many people, but a few people. I've looked people right in their eyes that have screwed me over. And I've said, I know you screwed me over and I'm going to get you back. And one day when I get you back, like a man, unlike what you did, I'm going to tell it to your face. And I've gotten those people back. And I've also said, hey, I want to fight you right now. Would you like to fight? And most people pussied out. And then I said, cool. One day I'll probably going to want to fight you again. Let me know when that happens. And most of those people, when I see them in the back of the head, that'll be ingrained. Shit. Dreamer may want to beat me up today. Those are some real, um, that's real life. That's not like wrestling angles. Because I've said, and to important people. But that is me laying down my law. Both Hangman Page and CM Punk have hung down their law. And it's an interesting battle to have.
1: Tommy, um, Gabby and I were at AEW Revolution, what was at the beginning of March, a couple months ago. Um, we saw what he did in Orlando in that match with MJF, the dog collar match. In the media scrum afterwards, CM Punk broke down and cried. Like, it totally took me by surprise, because when I think of CM Punk, I got to admit, I think of somebody who's kind of jaded, Kind of been there, done that. Kind of lost his love and passion for pro wrestling. I wasn't sure why he came back. But in that moment at Revolution, I understood why. He fell back in love with wrestling. And to see him break down and cry over a match. And he did. Because I think he found his passion again. We've all been there. You know, whether it was a relationship, a a family member where... There's love. law. You've fallen out of love and you fall back in love. I was there the moment that CM Punk fell back in love with pro wrestling. I saw it with my own two eyes with him bawling after that match with MJF. And I was like, wow, I felt good for him. Because I was like, man, imagine, imagine losing touch with something that you completely love to the point where you hate it. And that's where CM Punk was. But to your point, Tommy... I think now it's, now he has something to prove. Now I think he probably does. I can't speak for CM Punk. This is just my opinion. I think he does want to shove it up WWE's ass. I think he wants that championship at double or nothing and then prove, you know what? Not only I could be champion, but I could be at the top of the card and I could draw money for this company. I could bring ratings. I could put asses in seats. I think he has something to prove now as a pro wrestler, Tommy.
3: Hell yeah. And, and, and Dave, I have a different relationship with a lot of uh, uh, men and women uh, in wrestling for CM Punk for those seven years that he was gone. I spoke to him and I would send him stupid, random wrestling stuff. And then there was other times when like, I'd be at a crappy indie show and he's like, why do you still do it? And I'd be like, cause I love it. And he would write back. I do too. So I, I see that in, in him. Um, for whatever people want to say, act. And yeah, man, life, wrestling can beat you down. If I can say two things, one would be, and I know, Dave, this can relate, um, there's people that hate their ex-wife or ex-husband. Hate, 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 hate. But what do they usually then say? But God, I have beautiful kids because of it. That's your relationship back with sometimes with wrestling. And, and I, I'll tell you the greatest thing about last night's entire friggin' show is what made me love professional wrestling and trumps every single thing we're talking about. And when you want to talk about somebody's love of professional wrestling, I got to witness that last night and it made me super duper happy because I was just like, wow. And I don't think a lot of people do, but I told you, I always think differently. The fact that Martha Hart, can sit at a wrestling show with her children, smile, do a peace sign, continue to smile while watching professional wrestling. Dude, you have to think of how deep and how many yeah. levels that takes you. And then you have to think about how this trumps all this stuff that we're talking about and getting back in that moment. But again, with her, with her just seeing her out there smiling and being a part of a show speaks volumes to how special that show was and speaks volume of how special AEW is. That's massive. And that's something that everybody needs to digest. And all these haters between AEW and WWE, just shut the fuck up for once in your life and just appreciate this beauty and this art form called professional wrestling across the board, no matter what it is. And just think about that because I don't know If it was me, if I could ever watch wrestling again, let alone attend it, let alone smile. So there you go,
1: Tommy. I legit got goosebumps when they went to Martha Hart in the box where she was and she was and she was cheering. And that just got me. Now, when it comes to Punk and Hangman Page, I want to go to the other side with Hangman Page and what this could do in the future. And let's keep it real for a second because we talk about CM Punk and we talk about Hangman Page. Hangman Page, I believe they told a two-year story with Hangman Page. Hangman Page had that big match with Chris Jericho to see who was going to be the first ever AEW World Heavyweight Champion. It went to Jericho. There were fans that were upset because they wanted to see go to Hangman Page. What did that do? That just built interest in Hangman Page. I feel this is a little bit of a dangerous situation for AEW, but more so for Hangman Page. He's going up at double or nothing against CM Punk. CM Punk, one of, if not the most popular wrestler in AEW. This could be devastating for Hangman Page. You might go to that arena, and it's most likely that the fans are going to be behind CM Punk and not Hangman Page, and I firmly believe, Tommy, we're going to have a new champion at Double or Nothing.
3: We have um, a few more weeks build to this, and it's going to be interesting. Here, Here's what I would say to you. I mean, you already kind of gave the answer where you feel CM Punk is going to win the title. Yes. Do you think uh, or did you ever think that MJF would have beaten CM Punk? I think the answer would have been no, no, but that happened. You never know what could happen, but here's the best part. You're going to this show out. I heard you talking to Tony Khan. You're going to the show no matter what, even if you didn't have your uh, free tickets, you'd still want to go and, or you'd watch it on television. Pay-per-view Of course, because it's an interesting match. And both guys are defined by that title, where they go from it, how they're getting there. It's interesting, but yes, yeah. Page's rise is awesome, and so is CM Punk's return. And then it's if Page beats him, then it solidifies Page. True. If Page doesn't beat him, then it's okay, where do I go with Page? Because now I got to worry about CM Punk. Because hey, if, if you don't think there's money in Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega, or CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. There's money in both.
1: What would it do the Hangman Page if he loses that double or nothing to CM Punk?
3: Hmm. I don't know. It there There's, I mean, you and I have talked about this forever. If you look at the history of professional wrestling, once you get to the mountaintop, how hard is it to get back there once you lose it? A lot of wrestlers don't. That's why it's when they say, hey, I was the world champion um, for if it's a one and done or if it's a multiple time world champion, that means you kept on reinvesting in yourself and kept changing and kept, you know, we're looking at everyone's talking about the greatest work Roman Reigns has ever done. Uh, How many times world champion has he been? A lot. And yet we're seeing this greatest version of him now. Or, you know, your favorite professional wrestler, Charlotte Flair. How many times has she been the champion? How many different versions are we going to see of her? But when you're that good, you can continue to get yourself back to the title. You then have to look at, you know, there, there's so many different ways to measure it. But old school philosophy, hangman page, pay-per-view buys, asses in seats. He's done that. So he's a top guy. So now where do I go with this top guy? That's the interesting part.
1: All right, let me ask you this, Tommy. Because I think i he's a top guy. He's your world champion. And we've seen him in some marquee matchups. One example would be the match that he had with uh, Brian Danielson. But we also said that most people would not regard him as the face of AEW, even though he's the world champion. If Punk was to win that world championship at Double or Nothing, is Punk now the face of AEW?
3: Um, no, but I don't view Hangman Page as the face of AEW either. But I feel more eyes would be on the prize. You could go more places without CM Punk being the champion. I don't know where you go with Hangman Page not being the champion. Unless you totally, totally turn him heel. You have Punk beat Page. And then here comes Kenny Omega, and then you flip it. Because when Kenny Omega comes back, Kenny Omega is going to be the biggest baby face of all time. And then you have Kenny Omega as the baby face and Hangman Page as the heel. It's a flipped main event.
1: So in that respect, is it best for business to put the title on CM Punk if you have a Kenny Omega waiting in the wings, so to speak? <sighs> it's such a hard call. It is. It's tough, right?
3: I say yes, but this will sound weird. Punk is an unproven commodity in AEW when it comes to selling out for main events because he hasn't done it. You can go off your past, but your pat. like if I look at, you know, real sports, well, how many rings did he win somewhere else? Like what would be the big greatest knock on Tom Brady? if tom brady never won that ring with tampa because oh it, it was the coach and it was the patriots mm, no it's tom brady you know how that answers because he won it with another team yeah then you also get so many players well he won it with you know joe montana greatest greatest quarterback all of all time he didn't win it with the chiefs though so joe montana great unproven for kansas city proven for San Francisco. That's what I'm trying to say with CM Punk proven with WWE, not proven with AEW.
1: I'm going to throw out something else that I, that might, a lot of people might find outlandish.
3: I look forward to it.
1: All right. We talk about the WWE, right? And the WWE Mm -hmm. as a brand. We always call it like, you know what? It's the big wheel and the wrestlers are just spokes in the wheel, especially now. This is a different era other than, the Cena's and the Rocks and the Austin and the Hogan's. It's more about the brand than it is at one particular wrestler, right? I don't think that's the case right now with the WWE. Roman is the guy. I really believe if there's a pay-per-view or a show and Roman's not on it. It's going to be a different type of audience than if Roman is on it. I think Roman in the WWE puts asses in in seats it's not so much the branding of wwa it's roman right now which is a credit to roman reigns on the flip side with aew i don't think there is one particular wrestler that sells seats for aew i think it's the brand aew that sells seats and not one particular wrestler so you know what if aew is coming with double or nothing and they're going to have their show, and it sells out, which this show has sold out. It may not be based on the on the back of one particular wrestler, though I think in the WWE it does with Roman Reigns. Do you agree with that statement?
3: I agree, and I'm going to tell you why you're 100% correct, and there's no debate. Are you ready? Go ahead. How many times do you hear the fans chant WWE? Never. Never. It's because WWE always goes with that one guy and everything else is part of the machine, but it's that one guy, that one cyborg who's running the machine. ECW was the first wrestling company to have that created. And why? Because we did it. So, cause we knew we couldn't compete. And then it just became a thing. And then ring of honor has done it and AEW has done it, but through the years that was a branding tool for the company never did it for WCW. Only happened in one company. And then, yes, they'll chant it for ROH, ROH, because they were the underdog. And that was how that was built, because they knew people would be plucked and gone away. But if you exactly what you said is because WWE, throughout the annals of their history, Bruno San Martino, Bob Backlund, um, Bret Hart, Steve Austin, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, it's always been the one. Roman Reigns, John Cena always been the one person pushes the cart and he's their top guy and with aew yes tony khan still talks that that it's it's a, a young company to be so successful but they have a bevy of stars they have so many big name stars but for you and i who watch this we literally discuss this every week we're we're like who would be the face of aew we don't, we don't, you, you and I make have an had argument, Omega,
1: Punk, Moxley, okay. like there's, but in the WWE, it's Roman Reigns, period. End sure. of sentence.
3: You and I have discussed about these great tag team. We had a, a full discussion with FTR, um, greatest modern tag team, blah, blah, blah. Most people are talking AEW and then at the end, we're like, oh, by the way, they're not the tag team champions. Yeah. So there's. It's a great thing to have Because you have depth I'm a baseball fan New York Yankees Have not had a face of the, the team Since Derek Jeter Derek Jeter has retired Who's the face of the team? Everybody wants Aaron Judge They haven't given him a contract yet So the face sounds familiar. Yeah, he's the face But eh, not really Because the team hasn't dove into Hasn't invested in him in totally So if if, it's a hard call, really, really hard call to make.
1: Busted open is part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to Sirius XM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen and...
0: So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because,
3: If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak
0: then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.